Happy Monday, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. In this episode, we're going to be talking about Lee's experience out at Disneyland. He's going to be taking over the show. He's out there for the anniversary of the 63rd anniversary of Disneyland and a family vacation. And he is a loyal listener and he did a whole bunch of pop-ups while he was out there at Disneyland. And we're going to play those for you in just a second. But for first, why don't you go ahead and check out our friends over at WaltExpress.com for tips, deals, and all things Disney. Check them out. WaltExpress.com You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be guess. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a problem-free This is episode 327. Seems crazy, doesn't it, Nick? Didn't we just celebrate like the 300th episode? Or I feel like we did. We did, but we're pumping out three a week, which is great. And we're, we're getting those out to you for our listeners. We are. Uh, one thing that I want to ask, so Lee will write into us or text into us what he ever, he's been checking in with us every day pretty much, is to see if he had any birthday cake. Did they have cake for the anniversary of the 63rd anniversary? I think cake needs to be involved here. Don't you? <laughs> Don't they usually There goes cakes? Vicky talking about food one more time. It's almost lunchtime. I'm hungry. It is almost <laughs> lunchtime here. And so why don't you listen in to Lee's pop-ups as he takes over the Mouse Capades podcast. Just about to get on the Incredicoaster. So we'll see how this works.
honor of Nick and Vicky's most recent episode. Some music from the superior Disneyland version of Small World. Fantasmic.
Hi, this is Lee Suggs reporting on our first day in the park, July 14th. What you just heard was some audio from The Incredicoaster and Small World and then the end of Fantasmic. So I'll talk about those things first. The Incredicoaster was amazing. Um, it is a reworking of California Screaming and it's the same ride um, except that it has a lot more effects on it and the effects were very effective and it was really cool um, because um, they incorporated the Incredibles into the queue. Um, it was highly uh, themed, whereas it was before, it was just very plain. And um, they also, of course, have the, um, the ride, which um, starts off with Jack-Jack escaping um, from Edna Moe and then uh, goes on to uh, show the incredible family trying to catch him. Uh, first Dash tries to catch him and he launches you, you heard that. And then uh, uh, Mrs. Incredible, or um, blanking on her first name right now. But anyways, Helen uh, Parr, she um, is trying to catch him by stretching and you see that real quick. After that you see um, Mr. Incredible try to catch him and you do smell cookies at that point. And then you see Violet try to catch him, and then um, you see him pop up throughout the ride, and finally in the end he's back uh, with Edna Mode, but he is uh, much larger. Then you get off the ride, and right away there's cookies right there, and uh, there's some pictures on uh, Instagram, and they'll be up on the uh, um, Mascapades Facebook page where you can see uh, what that looks like. Uh, very uh, well done area. The whole new uh, Pixar Pier area is uh, is well themed. Lots of characters wandering around um, and it's a lot more exciting area and I can see it being a lot more popular with people because uh, there's so much more to see and do there. Um, it is under construction. Um, you see construction walls in the pictures that I posted and uh, there is no um, Jesse's Roundup um, carousel. I, I may be Critter Carousel. We'll see what it's called when it's all done. Um, and obviously the main uh, draw right now is the Incredicoaster. Um, there's also some shops that aren't open and there's an inside out area that will be open too that they don't have yet. Uh, the rest of Paradise Pier um, is called Paradise Garden um, area. I don't know if they're just going to call it Paradise Garden, I think. Um, and it's pretty much the same. Um, it is um, some older rides. The, uh, the ride that's themed to um, the band concert um, where it's spinning a spinner and then there's another spinner that's a uh, um, California Zephyr or Golden Zephyr that they have that uh, is an old-fashioned ride. Um, I think I put a picture of that up too. Um, so on to uh, Small World. Uh, Small World in Disneyland is different than Disney World because it's not in a flooded building, it's in a flume. So I believe that means you're closer to the action there. The big difference in Small World from a few years ago is the fact that they've added characters, Disney characters to it. And there's a picture that I posted of Stitch and Lilo. And there's a lot of other ones that are hidden throughout the ride. They're not too obvious sometimes. Sometimes they're more obvious like Lilo and Stitch. But they're definitely there, and uh, a lot of people were really upset about that because it was different than the ride has always been. Um, but in reality, I think it adds to the ride makes kids today more interested in it. Um, Nick and Vicky talked about the um, Tower of the Four Winds um, of the World that was at the uh, Cal the uh, World's Fair in uh, New York in 1964. And you notice that the Small World entrance sign kind of looks like that. I think I'm sure they were inspired by it. I'm not sure why they didn't bring that to California. I've, I've never heard a real good story about why 
why uh, that didn't appear. It certainly could have been the entrance. It was a beautiful sculpture, but they never uh, used it after the World's Fair. And lastly, Fantasmic has changed a lot. I haven't seen it for two years. Um, it was down um, during the time period where they were um, rerouting the railroad because of uh, Star Wars Land, actually now called Galaxy's Edge. And since they were doing that, I didn't see it uh, probably for two or three years. It's been at least two years since I've seen it. And they've changed it quite a bit. Um, they've put in Pirates of the Caribbean instead of um, Peter Pan uh, using the um, sailing ship Columbia as a pirate ship. They've always done that, but now they've changed it to uh, Captain Jack Sparrow and all that kind of thing. Um, they've much improved the mapping technology where the island looks different all the time and the uh, screens, the water screens are, are, are much better. And just in all, overall, it's just a tighter show. Um, I think it's a little shorter. The uh, segments are, are a little different in some ways. Um, the real big difference that I noticed was that at the end of it, um, they had um, Mickey as the Brave Little Tailor, which is a 1938 cartoon, and he pointed a um, sword at the dragon and killed the dragon that way, and now he is the uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice, and he does um, kill the dragon by um, basically shooting uh, sparks and uh, lasers at it with uh, his hands. So that's that's quite a bit different. Um, it was just kind of a different show. It's still my favorite thing at Disneyland. Um, I definitely like uh, Fantasmic uh, better than anything else. It's very hopeful. It definitely is... Uh, uh, is maybe a bigger scale show than it is in Disney World because it's in a stadium. This is actually on the river. It's a lot more comfortable to watch it in Disney World, um, but it is uh, it is a little bit different because it's a little more intimate. It's uh, smaller. They don't use the big uh, ships that they use in Disneyland. They have the uh, uh, sailing ship Columbia that they use, and they also have the uh, riverboat, which is the full-size riverboat that they use at the end of the show. Other than that, uh, we got here yesterday, and we uh, went uh, to uh, Ralph's Brennan's uh, Jazz Kitchen was a nice place in downtown Disney uh, where they have music and uh, New Orleans-style food, um, kind of like New Orleans Square, uh, Blue Bayou type thing, but it's a little bit more authentic. After that, we did go into the parks um, today, and as I said, we... Uh, we did uh, spend some time in um, Pixar Pier. Went on Soaring um, Over the World, which is uh, obviously the update. I'm sure it's exactly the same as it is in uh, in Disney World and uh, Epcot. I don't think it's a different ride, but it is uh, different than it was when it was California. Uh, soaring Over California, which is the thing that originally was here, definitely is, uh, I think, a little more entertaining. Uh, a lot of CGI, and you can tell, which is uh, they didn't have that in the original ride very much. And so um, that's the only thing. And the screen is much more obviously uh, curved so things kind of look bent sometimes according to where you're sitting um i noticed that today that there's there's quite a bit it's much cleaner uh in terms of the uh projection and everything so that's a lot better but it isn't quite as to me uh real as as the other one just because uh they use a lot more uh cgi type stuff in it um other than that um we did go on pirates and i thought that it would be really jarring that they changed it it wasn't um they put some new effects in pirates have jazzed it up cleaned it up um, and it looks uh, better than it ever has um, in terms of the actual overall ride. There's a new scene where there's a pirate that's a skeleton and then changes back into a person, and, um, and that was really cool. I don't know if they have that in the uh, Disney World version. The auction scene, um, obviously, is, in my opinion, was not necessary to change it because pirates are bad, and that's just how it is, and you don't uh, pretend like they were nicer than they were. There were female pirates, though. That's a real thing. And so putting a, a female pirate in um, is, uh, is fine. 
online. Um, and they have a walk around character. I showed a picture of that on Instagram that um, is is walking around. Um, Red is the name of the pirate. And she is now um, has a speaking part in the uh, scene where she originally was being sold. I understand why they didn't want to keep that in there uh, for political correctness, but pirates were bad. And so I think uh, it was okay to have the scene in there for that reason, as long as we remember they're bad. Um, but that is definitely what they uh, they took out. It isn't really jarring. Um, it's just different. And actually, it ends up it work, working out pretty well. That's all that I had for today. We'll uh, talk to you again uh, tomorrow and let you know more about what's going on with our trip and how the rest of the time goes. Lincoln's speech in great moments with Mr. Lincoln. And now, the skills of the sculptor and the talents of the artist will let us relive great moments with Mr. Lincoln.
as a nation of free men. We must live through all times or die by suicide. Neither let us be slandered from our duty by false accusations against us, nor frightened from it by the menaces of destruction to the government, nor of dungeons to ourselves. Let us have faith that right makes might. And in that faith, let us to the end dare to do our duty as we understand it.
Hey, Lee Suggs again. This is the second day of our trip to Disneyland. It's July 15th, and we're going to do this a little earlier today. Um, we didn't do it last night until after midnight. We are going to uh, see the Paint the Night Parade tonight, so I'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, right now, um, we'll talk about what we've done so far today. Uh, first thing we did this morning was uh, Mr. Lincoln, uh, great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Um, there was a pre-show that has a bunch of history of Disneyland. Um, there's some uh, pictures up on uh, Facebook on the uh, Mousecapades um, site, and I'll also put these up on Instagram. And there is a pre-show, has a, a model of the Capitol, a bunch of pictures of things in Lincoln's life, and then things in Disneyland as well, a bunch of history-type stuff. So it's a pretty cool area. Um, and then you do go into the show, and uh, that played the speech that he gives um, before I'm talking here. And so uh, that is the speech that he gives. There's some other stuff in the show that talks about like, kind of pre that speech. The speech is not a real speech. It's a bunch of things that he said in other speeches that they put together, um, thinking that uh, Lincoln is speaking to people now is the idea. Um, if you've seen the Hall of Presidents, it's a very similar type of thing. Uh, the audio animatronics um, were first done as a human as Lincoln in the World's Fair in 1964 and this is a much updated version of that and so it is quite impressive. Um, they've done different versions of it. He gave the Gettysburg Address at one point and now he does the speech that he's done um, since 1964. They've cleaned up the audio. It's it's quite impressive. It is well worth seeing if you uh, go to Disneyland. Uh, the next thing we did was we went to the Storyteller Cafe. Um, they have a breakfast there, a character breakfast and there's some pictures of that up. Uh, our children were supposed to be there, but they wanted to be in the park, so that didn't happen. Um, our children are actually in their 20s, so they're uh, they're not little kids. Um, there are some pictures there of uh, myself with Dale and Pluto and my wife as well, and um, they uh, were part of the breakfast. The breakfast was excellent. It um, is in the Grand California Hotel, which is a beautiful hotel, um, way out of my price, price range. It's not someplace I'm never going to stay, but it is uh, it is beautiful. And the restaurant is their normal, you know, like, daily restaurant. There is a fancy restaurant called the Napa Rose. It's there, too. Um, but this is just their normal restaurant. And it is... Uh, very good breakfast. That's the best thing that I've had there. I think I had lunch there once and it was okay, but the breakfast is great and still is. Um, and there is a uh, excellent buffet is what it is. And then now they have a Mickey and Minnie breakfast uh, characters meet. And there's pictures up on Instagram and Facebook of us interacting with the characters. And they're dressed up as the oh, they're as although they're hiking because it's kind of the whole uh, theme of the area. Um, what the Grand Californian is is a um, national park style hotel uh, similar to the Awani if you've been to uh, Yosemite or um, I think it's the Wilderness Lodge in uh, Disney World has seemed like this too and there is a Wilderness Lodge or something called that similar in a similar name in Yellowstone Park so it's that kind of hotel um, and so the uh, whole place is themed to that kind of thing so there's a bunch of pictures there of the inside of the restaurant um, and one of the things that's really interesting to me is that there's a picture of these frogs jumping as a um, painting on the wall and that is from the area where we live. Um, it's about 45 minutes away. It's the uh, Calaveras uh, Jumping Frog. It's the world-famous uh, Jumping Frog of Calaveras County, and that was the first uh, story that Mark Twain got published, and it was done not too far from where we live, and there's a picture there of them jumping the frogs, and then there's a bunch of other pictures of stories. Um, there's a little dance that's a video that's uh, up on uh, Instagram and on the site, and so that's the second thing we did. There's also Zorro, 
if you uh, you see the picture there. Um, the story tour from there, we went to uh, inside the Grand Californian. The monorail does run through the Grand Californian, but doesn't stop. Um, so there is a picture on Instagram of the um, monorail going through the Grand Californian. It doesn't actually stop in there, but it is in there. Um, and that's kind of cool just to see it go through. We then went over to Disneyland again, and uh, you can see that Pixar Fest is going on. The Disneyland Railroad does have a caboose, which all railroads should have. They're not really a railroad. They're a train um, without a uh, caboose. Cabooses are cool. They don't really need them anymore, but they certainly look cool. Uh, we went um, on the horse rides. Um, there's two horses shown there. One is a um, Clydesdale, even though he's pretty small for a Clydesdale. Um, and the other is a uh, Percheron, which is another kind of horse. There's also the Disneyland Band uh, was playing at the same time and Bell danced with them. That was cool. It's just cool hanging out in that area because a lot of things happening and the bands and uh, those types of things play on Main Street in that area from basically the castle front of it to uh, all the way down Main Street. And they do a flag retreat if that's something else that uh, we'll do tomorrow. I'll talk about that tomorrow. We didn't went to uh, Toontown to ride Roger Rabbit. And Toontown is a kid area. And we spent a lot of time there when my kids were small. A lot of interactive things going on there. Roger Rabbit is a dark ride uh, based on the movie uh, Roger Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, it's uh, okay. I mean, it's not the greatest ride ever, but it's it's fun. And it's pretty easy to get on. It's not. It's usually be super popular. It isn't anymore. But it definitely is a, uh, a fun area, uh, particularly if you have small children. They have houses for the characters. There's a house for um, Mickey, and there's a house for Donald. There's a house for Goofy. Um, there's also a house for Minnie. Um, so it's a cool area. And you can see Star Wars Land or Galaxy's Edge being built behind it. You can see the spires of the land um, sticking up. I've got a picture of that up. Uh, there's a little tiny roller coaster there called Gadget's Go Coaster. And it's uh, similar in concept to the uh, Slinky Dash coaster. But the Slinky one, I think, is quite a bit better coaster. So that's something uh, that we spent some time in just kind of hanging out there. After uh, we went to Toontown, we went through uh, the Fantasyland area. They've improved Dumbo. And that's something that's improved. They've put a big awning in so people won't stand in the sun and uh, built that area up quite a bit. I don't think they have Storybook Land in um, Disney World. It's a ride that has a bunch of miniatures in it. Uh, Walt Disney really liked miniatures. He, that's what inspired him to do Disneyland. We then went on the Jungle Cruise, and uh, we went and uh, saw that again. Um, it's pretty similar, I think, to the one at, at Disney World. They have some effects maybe aren't there. There's some piranhas and stuff like that. But I think the ride is pretty similar to what is in Disney World. Um, they do have the backside of water in both places. Uh, New Orleans Square, um, the guy from Princess and the Frog, Dr. starts with an F. I don't know how to say his name. Um, f- uh, f- it's like Fessiel or something. Uh, there's a picture of him uh, up on there, and he's uh, he was scary. We went over to California Adventure after that and walked through Hollywood Land, and there is a show that they put on uh, with Mickey where the uh, trolley comes through. There's a picture of the trolley there, and there is a uh, Frozen show. It's in their theater in that uh, area right now. We went on on, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which is an awesome ride, and there's a video, not a video, excuse me, this is an audio show, in the front of this that's uh, my daughter and I going on the ride. It is uh, it is a fun ride. Um, I thought it would be a disaster to change it from the um, Hollywood Tower of Terror, um, but it actually has worked out really well. Um, I liked Rocket as a character. There's some pictures of him there. There's a Groot picture that's outside, too. Um, adult Groot, not the teenager, the uh, little guy, and he does pose with people. Um, the trolley, as I said, goes through the area, and the other really cool thing in the 
area for me is the animation building, um, which I don't think they have this in, in Disney World, but it's a uh, place where there is a bunch of uh, activities you can do that are animation-based. You can learn to draw Mickey. Um, I think they might have that in Disney World, they don't, but I don't think this had this area where there's all these screens and they show off um, all the different movies, and they've updated this several times. It was started in 2001, and they've updated it several times since then. Um, the characters on uh, Buena Vista Street, the street that goes into California Adventure now, are um, 20s based, so you'll uh, see a picture up of Minnie in a flapper type thing, signing an autograph for a kid, and that's something that uh, that they do, and uh, that's all that I have for right now. We'll talk to you more um, probably tomorrow um, and let you know what happened uh, this evening and what's going on in terms of uh, the rest of our visit.
Star Tours 2018. Star Tours, 1401, you are cleared for departure. 1401, that's us. We can't take off. The captain isn't on board. Auto takeoff sequence initiated. Uh, no, uh, excuse me, you don't seem to understand. I am not the captain. I am C3PO. 1401, cleared for takeoff. Contact departure on frequency 429er. Wait! Wait! R2-D2, I am not programmed to fly these things. Now just turn us around this instant before we get into trouble. I knew it. Stop right there. Don't shoot. I know you have a spy on board. I'm afraid there's been a terrible mistake. He's a spy and a traitor to the first order. I have never seen that man before. Be a fool.
Lee Suggs again. This is day three of our trip and the last day that we'll be here at Disneyland. The uh, first two audio files that you heard before this were the Pixar fireworks show, uh, the Pixar Fest. Uh, since that's what the theme is this summer, I figured we'd start with that. It's an amazing show. Um, I reported on it when I went to grad night, and we were a little closer this time so we could see things a little bit better. I did post some pictures up on Instagram, and there'll be some up on the uh, Mousecapades um, Facebook site as well at some point in time. And basically, uh, it's uh, a show that celebrates the friendship in the Pixar movies. The mapping projection is amazing. Um, they've gotten so much better at that. And they did uh, an amazing job mixing together the fireworks and the mapping. And uh, you can hear the uh, audience uh, gasping and, and uh, basically being amazed the entire time. Um, and there were a lot of people there this time. So it's very, very popular. Um, and it was a uh, an exciting show. Um, I also put in a uh, audio file of Star Tours. Um, they have changed it since the last time I saw it, um, which was last year. And uh, what they're doing now is they have switched it over to having the last jedi be the focus and so there's a lot of references to that um, i'm not going to spoil it for you um, but if you go see it um, there is reference to that the uh, thing i will let you know is that they are showing uh, the uh, new star wars galaxy's edge um, the planet which starts with a b i don't remember the name of the planet but that's what they're showing uh, they do show that um, during the uh, experience and so that's something i think i they're doing because that's coming uh, next year and I did post some pictures where you can see it in the background uh, particularly from Tarzan's treehouse where you can see um, the uh, spires coming up um, through the, uh, the background um, behind uh, Big Thunder Mountain. This was a busy day. We did experiment and use uh, for the first time extensively the Max Pass, and it worked really well. The key to using it is to go first thing in the morning and then start immediately getting fast passes. And as soon as you can get another one, um, get another one. It is not like Disney World where you can schedule them in advance and you can have three and all those types of things. Um, it's pretty much just that you can get them without having to walk around and go to the paper um, district distribution centers that you used to have to go to and so that is a lot different uh, last night 
we did uh, watch the Paint the Night Parade, which was supposed to have a new float for the Incredibles, and it didn't. I don't know if they t- didn't do it. Um, they're supposed to be based on the Underminer, and there were uh, sketches of it, and I thought I saw it online somewhere, but um, I thought it might have been in the Pixar uh, Play Parade. It wasn't in that. It was the one they've done before with the first movie, and then um, this one, the Paint the Night, I thought they were going to put a, a float in with that. They did not do that. I'm not sure why, but it didn't uh, didn't make it in. The Paint the Night Parade is still is a good parade. It's a lot like the um, Main Street Electric Parade, except that it's more modern and uses uh, you know better technology. But it is a uh, it is a nice parade. But it did not have the uh, newer uh, version of the Credibles. They were in it, but they did not have the uh, the newer. Uh, float that they were supposed to have. Um, Pixar Pier is actually, once again, it is Pixar Pier. It is, I would try, thought I called it uh, Paradise Pier, but it is uh, beautiful at night, and I have some pictures posted up of that, and it is amazing. Uh, DCA, California Adventure, uh, looks really good at night. Um, the light up, They light up the bear, um, and that can be seen virtually anywhere in the park. They do close it really early, which is weird. They close it at 10 o'clock. Disneyland always stays open at least two hours later, and it's strange that they close uh, DCA so early. Um, I think they might have left it open a little bit later when they did uh, World of Color, which is not happening right now because they've had some uh, issues of some kind with it. And so it's something that they've gone away from. Again, today we spent a lot of time in Disneyland, in fact, the whole day. And we did go uh, from basically ride to ride and rode everything that we wanted to ride uh, using the Max Pass program. And it worked really well. Didn't have to wait in uh, any lines except for things that don't have lines like Small World. It really did work quite well, and it is something that I would recommend if you want to uh, to not worry about getting on rides. It does cost $10 a day per person. The other thing that's with it, and you'll see some pictures up of this, is that uh, they do give you all the ride photos that you get. You also get all the photos you take with any photographer as a digital thing. They don't print them for you, but they do give you those photos, and you get them in your um, Disneyland Experience app, and you'll be able to, uh, to do that. We went on a lot of different rides today. We went on the story about canal boats. I think I talked about that the other day. And uh, we went on that actually. This is pictures of the miniatures in there. They've added things to that. Frozen is in there now. And it definitely is a, is a nice little charming ride um, to uh, to go through. And they have a lot of nice little touches. You can look for Mr. Toad's car and things like that. So it's, it's a pretty cool little ride. Again, there are things being built in Disneyland right now. There's a lot of construction in the uh, Adventureland area. They're putting in a new restaurant that's going to be next to the um, Tiki Room, and there's a lot of construction going on there with that right now. Of course, the main emphasis this summer is, again, the uh, Pixar-type stuff, and you see Pixar stuff everywhere. They switched over the pizza restaurant. I don't remember what its name was before. In uh, in Tomorrowland, it's Pizza Planet now, and I don't think they're going to keep it that way. We did ride Space Mountain. Always an, a fantastic ride. One of the things about Disneyland, and I'm sure this is true in Disney World too, is that there are a lot of bands coming around, and there is a Dixieland band almost always somewhere of some kind in uh, New Orleans Square. And then the, uh, as I said the other day, the Disneyland band is moving around up and down Main Street area by the castle. There is always the um, Dapper Dans in that area too. A lot of uh, music and that kind of stuff happening. It's a nice little touch that Disney does and it makes it a lot more fun to uh, just walk around in the area. We did go on Splash Mountain and got soaking wet. So something to be aware of every time you ride that thing. I've been on it 
I thought uh, and not gotten wet, but I don't remember when that was. I've just gotten wet every time um, since I, I can remember lately. It was very busy today, and you'll see some pictures of that. It was really, yesterday was the best day in terms of when we've been here for how busy it was, but it was it was very busy. One of the little tricks, by the way, when it's busy like this is to um, get the dole wet by going inside the tiki room before you watch it. If you stand in the line that's in front of it, it takes forever to get a dole whip. Um, there's a picture of my wife and my daughter with a dole whip and uh, the dole float and the whip. And it is uh, eternity to get one of those if you wait on the outside. And the inside, um, it is way, way faster. So something to, to be aware of if you need to do that. A lot of characters out today. There, I saw Jack Sparrow. I saw the Queen. I haven't seen her for a long time. I saw Eeyore. I haven't seen him for a long time. Um, and a lot of those types of uh, characters out today and about. And again, some things that you don't want to miss at Disneyland that are that are different um, are the flag retreat. I'm sure they do this at Disney World too, and it's always a, a very moving experience. The veterans come up and they recognize them, and they uh, they take the flag down at five o'clock every day at Disneyland. Got some pictures of that up on Instagram, and they'll be on the the site as well. And that's something that is well worth seeing. The uh, Pixar Play Parade was was fun. Again, there was not a new Incredibles float, but it is a fun parade. They had it in California Adventures several years ago when my kids were little and so uh, they've improved it they've added to it um but the incredibles are still the same basic thing they were then um they do have jack jacket and i don't think he was in it before but um it definitely is not a lot different they have some different floats inside out and some other things they didn't have then but the parade is pretty similar to what it was and does not include a new incredibles float there are some really cool effects in it kevin the bird in uh, up rides around with uh, kevin i'm sure it's some kind of automatronic uh, thing on his back and that's that's pretty cool he he waves and stuff and it, it can't be a real person at least i know or someone's really small but um that's it's a, it is a cool little parade there are some uh differences in in disneyland from disney world um the tarzan treehouse replaces the swiss family robinson and it's a completely different experience i've got some pictures of that up and it is a uh, uh, basically a change from the swiss family robinson because most people didn't know what that was anymore now i do know what it was i saw it when i was growing up and um i was a little disappointed actually when they changed it but tarzan is probably more relevant to uh, to kids now something else that i had not gone to in disneyland and we used mobile ordering for this is the red rose tavern um spelled with an e on the end by the way which is weird but it is a restaurant that is used to be um the village haas restaurant which is german but it was themed to pinocchio which is italian and it was a restaurant that set in the back of Fantasyland. never went in it it's a uh, quick serve restaurant uh, my daughter wanted to go in there because she is a big beauty and the beast fan and so uh, she went in there actually last year and said that it was okay. So we did do mobile ordering, which uh, Nick mentioned using in Disney World, and it worked exceptionally well. Uh, we made the order, um, told them when we were going to come, and using the Disneyland Experience app again, and it charged it to my credit card, which was already on there. And um, it was extremely easy to basically wait five minutes when you got there and get your food. They have themed the restaurant to Beauty and the Beast. They painted some uh, murals on the walls. I don't know there were overlays. It looks like overlays. And they put a lot of stuff up. Um, it was supposed to be temporary, but it is definitely looks to me like it is permanent. They have a Beast Burger. There's a picture of that up there. And they have gray stuff. Definitely uh, a lot of, uh, of fun things. And it's less expensive than a lot of the other restaurants in um, in Disneyland. So good thing to do with, uh, with kids and definitely um, something 
anything that I would recommend. And mobile ordering works extremely well. Indiana Jones was off and on all day. We did finally get to write it. And, um, it's still an awesome experience. Uh, again, something that they have in Disneyland, not Disney World. And it is something that uh, that I would also recommend. Disneyland at night is always really amazing. The lights, uh, the castle looks amazing. Um, the castle in Disney World is a lot bigger and a lot better looking. But the Disneyland castle does well at night. It, it is a more intimate uh, type of castle. And it definitely uh, looks to me better during the night. Well, that's all I had. Appreciate Nick and Vicky letting me uh, share this uh, experience with you. And I hope to be able to do it again. Um, I'm hoping to perhaps come down at Christmas time. We'll see how it goes with school and everything. But um, that's my next time that I would like to come down. So until later, thank you. Thanks, Lee, for taking over once again. It sounds like you had a great time. You did it once before at grad night and you did it again on your family vacation. So we really do appreciate it. I can't wait to go back to Disneyland. Sounds like he had a really great time, Vicki. Yes, I think they did. And I wish I was with them because they're enjoying that Pixar Fest that we've been reporting on for months. Indeed, indeed. Listeners, thanks again for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. The Mousecapades podcast. If you're interested in booking your next Disney vacation with us, go ahead and contact us either via texting 407-674-0414 or go ahead and shoot us an email, travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Don't forget to check out our social media accounts, Facebook, the Mousecapades Podcast and my Instagram account, Mousecapades underscore Nick. Remember to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for all things Disney and join us again on Wednesday for Hump Day News and History. I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have, Have a, a magical, magical day, day, my friends. friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades Podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.